Keep it fresh, Tuesday, the 8th of August. I keep wanting to say July. I know it's August. I thought chipping. it was the 1st of August today, but that was that was, that was last that week. That was last week, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're chipping through it. Yeah, be like that sometimes. We're in the heart of winter too now, and it just it's really starting to like like kick me. Like these like two degree mornings are actually driving me up the wall. Just the never ending rain. Oh, oh, it's miserable. No, we had some. I, I don't know. We had like two really nice sunny days over the weekend. They were cold though. They were freezing, but like I sat on my front porch in the sun with a cup of coffee, and I was just like, ah, "This is life." You know what I mean? Like I like yeah. really was like, "Let's take this moment in." Oh. Let's really enjoy it. Yeah, 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 I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week we have a ton going on. The Pacific Music Awards are kicking off tomorrow night, Wednesday, the 9th of August. We'll be down there and giving you a bit of a recap on Thursday morning. But looking at today, we have a ton going on. We have guests from the likes of Eddie joining us. This is not Eddie on the beat. This is who I'm referring to as brown eddie um also <laughs> later on also we have luana joining us on the show to chat about her pacific music award nomination uh we've got music news we've got a brand new series now commissioned for tahi uh, that is being released on our social media platforms but to kick us off today we have a few things to get through um actually no you know what let's talk about this new series now it is awesome so we have a brand new series called a place called tiamudu uh it's about a Māori family in Te Aumuru and um, it's like short skits. It's literally the funniest show I've ever watched yeah. in my life. Um, it stars uh, a whole bunch of different people, but the person that you probably know um, is Huakā Tangiheto, who's like, you might have seen him on like TikTok and Facebook. He does the wig and like impersonates his mom a lot. Mm. Um, she's a character on the show. Um, real mom is in the show as well. Um, it's literally so funny, and it's on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And it comes out Tuesdays, what Mondays, of- Wednesdays. There's a whole bunch of episodes. Um, every week you'll get two or three more new. They're short. They're mm. like two, three minutes long. Um, they're crack up. They're easy. I'm so glad we got it, because I remember watching um, some of it, I think a couple months ago, eh, we got sent some of it to watch and yeah. we were both like this is hilarious we want this I was like, literally crying laughing I mean like one of the perks is we get to watch all these shows before they come yeah. out very important people you know very important tastemakers if you will and um, yeah no, I was crying laughing like, I was literally in tears yeah. it's so good uh, definitely check it out if you want a little laughy a little bit of fun a little bit of highlight for this this dark weather you know <laughs> it's available now head over to Tahi on Facebook Instagram wherever we may be you should check it out and check out a place called Tiawamutu. but now it's now time for ESPN EV Sports Podcast Now uh, there's been heaps that's happening in the Women's Football World Cup there's been heaps I will tons. not stop talking about it everyone's still going to be talking about it like you just became a fan of football and now it's everything I you. wake up I check the I check the scores <laughs> I follow the stories. I'm yeah. following who's dating from all the teams. I think that's been a massive pull-in for me. There's drama. If you've got the time to, like, we're not going to focus on that today. But if you have the time and you love, like, knowing other people's business, highly recommend looking into the inter-team relationships happening at the Women's FIFA World Cup. But that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Jamaica. So, obviously, New Zealand, we unfortunately, we got knocked out of uh, the World Cup. It was very upsetting. Mm. It's okay, though, but uh, Jamaica are sort of uh, the underdogs, right? So they didn't have enough money to participate the way that the other teams got to. Like, they didn't even have, like, 
facilities up to standard mm. to train at. They crowdfunded their way to the tournament just weeks before it started. And that's for like flights, accommodation, like everything. Um, and guess what? They beat Brazil. Yeah, that's crazy. Brazil. That's like, you don't have to know anything about football to just assume that Brazil is real this good is at they it. they make football players. They are really good. Um, and they knocked out Brazil. Mm. And so this is their se- Jamaica's second World Cup ever. The first time they got in, didn't go great for them. We're not going to get into it as a positive day. They, they didn't have a great time. Um, but this time, they are well within their shot of getting into the semifinals. Um, they've got a game tonight which I am very uh, excited for, in which they're playing Colombia to decide which one of those teams mm. will go on to the quarterfinals. Uh, it's, ooh, it's anyone's Cons- game. But... Considering that like for most of South America, like, football is their national sport, for Jamaica, whose national sport is not in soccer, uh, to be achieving what they're achieving, pretty gangster. It just shows how far the sport has come, right? Mm. Like, I think a lot of these really big teams, like, um, you know, like Brazil, they're used to a different standard because mm. they were the ones who were like had the funding for ages and mm. doing really well and they've got some really like iconic players on the Brazil team but quietly over the last few years all these other countries have just like gotten so good mm. and so like it's sort of a bittersweet moment because you're watching like the sport itself progress but like you yourself as a player on the Brazil team were like bummed because you lost you mm. know uh, but I'm 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 gonna support uh, Jamaica and Japan going forward those are my two teams because New Zealand's out so I was about to do a Chit Hanks impersonation. Do it. No. Okay. Uh, let's keep... I, I, I like having a job and being employable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, what else do we have White boys in are... World Cup news? US are out. Yeah, that's crazy. So they were predicted to have a three-peat. They were, they, everyone thought they were going to win. They lost to Sweden uh, via some of the best goalkeeping the world's ever seen. They went mm. to penalties... It went on forever. It was a whole thing. But the US are out. Mm. They're not even in the quarterfinals. I mean, like, this whole tournament has been full of upsets from start to finish. Every day is an upset. The first upset was New Zealand winning. The second upset was New Zealand losing. Now we're into a whole nother level of upsets. Everyone's upset except me, who's very excited. Except the fans. The fans are not upset. Like, yeah, I saw that the... um, You know, I found out that the US lost is because the US Twitter... Page posted that they were now supporting Matildas, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "What's that?" What, about? Australia? Yeah. Oof. What's the nearest white country? <laughs> literally, though. Literally, like, don't support Australia, girl. Like, they win enough. Like, they whatever. Like, I mean, look again. We're New Zealanders. We just don't want Australia to Everyone win. Are we against, allowed to say that? We it's don't us want against to the world and Australia in particular. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me. um yeah, I was going to say something else. but And you shouldn't, so I'm let's keep it moving, to. all right? Um, but very exciting. I will obviously be keeping you as all uh, super updated on uh, sports now, considering I'm now a sports reporter on mm. um, ESPN EV Sports Podcast. News. Now. 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 It's, now. Yeah, it's okay. now. It's right now. It's right now. I'm joined now by um, a very special guest. I'm very excited she's here. Um, Luana, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so her. much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. This um, is so great. How are you going? I'm so good. Great. Yeah. That's what we love to hear. Yeah. Pacific Music Awards later this week. You are nominated in multiple categories. Mm-hmm. It's not your first nomination. No. It wouldn't even be your first win. Does the feeling change the more those nominations start stacking up? 
I don't think so. It's just always an honour to get acknowledgement for the art because I'm just always working away at it 24-7. So just like anything where it's just like celebrating the art, I'm just like, this is awesome. Love that. Thank you, universe. (laughs) (laughs) And this year you're performing as well. Yes. Is there anything sneaky, exciting for us to be prepared for? Sneaky collab, anything? Well, Lost and Found is a very arranged song. There's a lot going on. So I just wanted to make sure all the bits are there. So I've got a big band with oh me, which I'm really excited about. Because I was thinking about that. For those who haven't seen you live, the Luana live experience is like, it's nothing else. Like, Aww. the outfits are on, the band's on, the vibes are on, yeah. dancing's on. Like, it's the best. So I feel so like, seen, thanks. <laughs> the whole band. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just love to make sure everything is the best it possibly can be. Yeah. I imagine, like, a lot of work goes into wrangling, like, a whole massive band for something like this. Definitely. There's been a lot of preparation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. I'm always, like, just thinking about it, how it can just be the best and um, that I can make it, and then just trying to arrange, yeah, so many humans and for it to all line up. But I just, like, trust that it's all going to be okay because the more I panic, <laughs> <laughs> the more we panic, you know. We all know what happens when we panic. <laughs> Tell me why the Pacific Music Awards are such like a special night of the year. Because uh, the Pacific Music Awards are so special because we're celebrating Pacific artists. And we're just, we've just got so much talent. We've just got this raw talent and it's just a celebration of that. And we're coming together and that's a part of our culture is to come together as a community, as a family. And that's what we're celebrating. We're just doing it our way. I love going to the PMAs. It's actually my favourite award show because it's really fun. Yeah. People aren't doing that, um, like, too cool, I'm going to win thing. Everyone's yeah. just like, yay. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, yay, this is great. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're so I humble. Love <laughs> I love that. Um, if there was an award for just best outfits, I feel like you would surely win. Surely. And this is a question mainly <laughs> for me because I love your style and I have to know who the inspo is. Like, who do you look to when you're thinking about what amazing outfit you're going to wear next? That's a really good question. I've never been asked this before. I never get to talk about my outfits, well, I was, and I well, love I was my like outfits. Planning this interview, I was like, "How has no one asked her about the outfits?" Yeah, like, yeah, I was losing my mind. Yeah, oh, thanks. So <laughs> yeah, my friend is Brooke Tyson, so she's a designer. So she makes a lot of my outfits, and we come together and she's like what are you thinking and usually I've got like an idea of like a silhouette or colors and I love like yeah bright pink purples and you know just all colorful colors and so then we just design from there but then other than that like you know I just love my Pinterest boards put them together and you know kind of just go with the feeling of the day I love that. It's the dream. You make a Pinterest board of what yeah. the vibe is and then someone designs an outfit for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dream come true. <laughs> I want to talk a bit about Moonlight Madness because, like, such an incredible, stunning album. Like, amazing. Thanks. And it made such tracks, like, top 20 in the album charts, first PMA win, like, mm-hmm. um, over a million streams as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of wonder how you feel about that now, retrospectively, that's been out a little while. Mm-hmm. How do you look back on that time? Like, how do you feel about it now? I'm just so blown away that we got so much attention and love for my first album. And I just put everything I had into that record. And so it's just it's just like a really beautiful memory. And it's also like an amalgamation of like all of my favourite genres of music it feels just like a mixtape almost of like my favorite music and kind of what I was going through at that time and that's the other thing it's like it feels like a lot more of my inner thoughts in a way for me to like process so much what I was going through at that time 
and then it's just like encapsulated there and then now what I'm working on at the moment is is like really reflecting on the like inner work healing that I'm doing at the moment so I just love that it's like a little chapter of my life when it comes to like your like earlier stuff like 2019 50s love tale Mm -hmm. and then when you jump right now to like night creature and lost and found it's a massive progression yeah the disco really happened yeah when was that moment where you're like the disco's taken over yeah i'm doing it we're dancing now it is what it is Uh, yeah um i've been trying to think about what that moment was i just love making people dance Mm. and it just brings me so much joy when yeah people went on the dance floor just like feeling the music just in the moment and i just want to keep cultivating that and then disco music I've just always loved forever and ever because it's just like the best. And then in lockdown, I started roller skating for the Fun. first time. Yeah, I'd bought a roller um, roller skating pair uh, for Move Along video, which and I just never got time to do it in that video. And so then they just stayed in my cupboard and then lockdown happened and I was like, oh, I've got some time now. I'm going to learn how to roller skate. And then I just listened to all disco music and then the song came through Lost and Found, actually, which is all about, you know, the craziness of the world like just feeling kind of up and down like what's going on and moving through the darkness and then I was just like okay it's, it's disco that's what's coming through so I love it I was actually thinking um I was like I have to tell you this on the show a few weeks ago I did this whole bit about how I hate dancing and if I go to a party everyone's dancing I'm like so stressed out and then oh. I was like oh wait no I dance to Luana's music oh, all the time no I was like oh no and I felt like I was like it's that weird thing I was like what if she hears it <laughs> <laughs> but it's like definitely I like the super dancing I think it's like really shows off that versatility that you have vocally cool. like your voice is like I don't even have the words for it. Mm. Was there like a moment when you were younger where you were like, you know, everyone records themselves singing and then they listen back to it and it's like really bad. Yeah. Was yours like, oh, it's actually really good. I'm going to be a singer. Or was there like more of a slow sort of growth to it? I think I was just always obsessed with singing. So I was just always going to do it, I think. And I was like always singing in my room, just like singing, dancing, dressing up in my room. So it was just like a non-negotiable for me. It was just like, even if I'm bad, I'm just going to like keep, keep singing. And I think that's it, just practice and practice. I feel like that's the best advice ever. Just keep singing, man. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Just keep singing. Just, like, find all the places that you want to sing and just keep doing it. And, you know, I've had to really push past, like, you know, feeling scared about it, for sure. Like, um, when I was really little, my mum had to come up on stage with me when I was doing a singing competition because I was, like, so petrified and I just couldn't even, like, sing at all. But, yeah, I just loved it so much and just trusted that there was something within it that I needed to to do and going back to the dancing like for you that it it brings it out in you like that's what I want like I sit in studio and I just wait and make sure that the music moves me to dance because I want it to have that like real primal energy where just because dancing is so um it's like healing Mm. it's and it's just so liberating so like to make the music that infectious is just like such a a key thing for me it is so infectious I'm really (laughs) excited to see the performance yeah yeah I'm excited Um, thank you so much for joining us it's been so exciting to meet you and I'm so happy that you could come today ah me too I've loved meeting you and talking to you thank you so much see you tomorrow see you tomorrow (laughs) We are in an election year, less than 100 days out from election day. There is a lot of election news, a lot of politics, a lot of goss. Uh, personally, I don't like to play with fire, mm. so I'm avoiding the politics talks in general. But Evie, being the mastermind that she is, has concocted up a way for us to present to you all the news you need to know about the elections. And today, we have a lot of policy announcements. 
Um, the way that I figured out to tell you guys about it was just to um, ramble through it all because you know you guys love me and you wanna you wanna hear me talk. That's Most why you're listening to this podcast. Um, so we're just two months out from the election, and so over the weekend the parties all started sort of launching some of their key policies, and they're all really hungry for your vote. There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. Everyone's so creative. Uh, we'll start with the, the current government. The Labour Party uh, started off Sunday by announcing an ambitious $45 billion plan uh, for three new tunnel bridges across uh, the Auckland Harbour. Um, it would have road tunnels, light rail, I'm assuming a bike lane. Uh, Prime Minister and resident of the Hutt, Chris Hipkins, uh, said that the recent closures of the existing bridge due to weather-related issues, uh, sort of illustrated the city's vulnerability to interruption and prove why we needed it. Uh, if you're not from Auckland, they didn't announce anything for you yet, sorry, but we will keep you updated. Uh, the National Party uh, went on the record to say they uh, support a new harbour crossing, just not Labour's one. Um, they didn't say what they would do, but they just said not Labour's one. And as the party who arguably loves a road more than anyone, uh, the National Party is promising a suite of new roads and rapid transport network for Auckland, uh, but they would be using a mix of government funding and private equity. Um, they've also announced their whole transport policy, which includes so many roads we couldn't possibly list them all for you here today, uh, but some of the details of that policy got uh, publicised like the weekend before, uh, where they uh, sort of said they were going to do a four-lane highway from uh, Whangarei to Tauranga, and they wanted to scrap the Let's Get Wellington Moving project. Um, I don't know what they would call it if they scrapped it. You got any ideas? Let's stop Wellington. Let's stop Wellington. <laughs> Wellington, like <a> done. <laughs> stop Wellington. <laughs> uh, the Greens, meanwhile, had their own plan to get potential voters smiling uh, by promising to fix the, quote, broken and cruel, unquote, dental health system by making it free for all. Uh, the Green Party said they would establish a New Zealand dental service and pay for the estimated more than $1 billion annual cost of the first few years by, quote, fair and simple changes to the tax system that will unlock the resources we need. Um, and on the opposite end of the political spectrum, the ACT Party is promising to wield the axe if they get into government, uh, with leader David Seymour saying it would aim to have to meet a half more than 6,000 staff at the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. Uh, they would also immediately shut down work on several government projects of elected, uh, including but not limited to the following. Three Waters, Fees-Free Tertiary Study, Growth and Development Grants, the Provincial Growth Fund, Auckland Rightwell, Callaghan Innovation, Workforce Development Councils, and many others. And finally, although he may not be in Parliament, he is in our hearts. Uh, New Zealand First Leader Winston Peters is still Way. hoping for another comeback uh, into Parliament this election. And uh, speaking in Christchurch on Sunday, said that NZ First would prepare a bid to hold the 2026 Commonwealth Games there. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> That's sort of your main updates for now. Can I just mention, I feel like this is the first time in a long time I've heard Three Waters. Oh, that, yeah. like that, that was like top of the news cycle, and it disappeared very quickly as we oh, came into yeah. the depends cost what, of living crisis. And, depends what town you're in, I suppose, right? Yeah. You know? yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I do. I do uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of roads. It's a lot of transport right now, but as as we said, two months out from the election now, we're about to see some more really big policies coming out of the key players. 
Um, everyone's tax policies are already out. Um, they're all online available. We were going to go through them too, but first of all, I can't count. Uh, and second of all, I got a bit upset. So I'm going to put it all together for you and I'll make it nice and simple for myself, which will then make it nice and simple for you. And that concludes, if we've got ESPN for sports, what's my political show called? Um, P? P for politics, E for EV, and then E for Exxon? Oh, P, just P. Just P. It's time to P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on in politics, but there's also a lot going on in celebrity relationships. That's right, I'm multifaceted and I have many different interests. Um... A lot of celebrity couples have broken up, like Ariana Grande quite salaciously broke up with her husband, uh, Dalton Gomez, by getting with the guy on her movie who was married. So they're broken up. And wait, is and that's right, that's the Spongebob? He, he played Spongebob in the Spongebob musical. That's such a terrible claim to fame. I kind of think it's real slay. I kind of wish <laughs> that I played Spongebob in the Spongebob musical, but I'm like a silly little guy, you know? Nobody's ever like, so my lord. The the um, primary school theatre bric-a-brac tree, you know. Nobody mentions my fucking achievements as a theatre actor. I'm really sorry. I'll make sure to mention them more. Yeah, thank I'll you. I'll introduce you with this as actor. Yeah, I was the tree in the bric-a-brac show. That's um, awesome. And that's that's all I've. Should we hit up Ariana? The, probably the peak of my. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ariana Grande broke up with her partner. Sofia Vergara is getting divorced. Um, yes. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, who knows? Who knows that they'll stay on this they time? they do a blood pact? I think they're good for life. They break up bound. all the time, girl. Yeah. They break up, like, every weekend. It's, I, it's, I struggle to keep up, and I be keeping up. But it got me thinking about, like, you know, it is breakup season. I need to ask my astrology girlies, like, what's going on with the stars? Because it's definitely something. Um, but I'm hoping that some more celebrity couples break up. Um, and I, I thought of some that I'd like to share with you today. Uh, yeah, I'm wishing I'm wishing bad things yeah. on people. Like, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I would like Jada, Pinkett Smith and Will Smith to break up. Yeah, I think that's one I think most people would be cool with. Right? I'm just over it. I don't, I don't want to know so much about these people. Yeah. Like, I know it's been said before, but girl, we didn't need to do the red table talk about you sleeping with one of Jaden's friends. It was just weird. And there was, I don't want to know. Like, and they yeah. do all these weird things, like forcing their kids to be famous was probably one of the first ones. But then obviously there's the whole um, Oscars, Will Smith punching Chris Rock in the face thing. Mm. There's drama with these two wherever they go. But it's like maybe if they broke up, there'd be even more drama. I feel like we'd get more red table talks. They'd probably sit down and chat about their divorce. Gosh, they would, they wouldn't they? Would. Yeah, who's got the time? Maybe they should stay together, but, you know. Uh, another couple I'd like to break up, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. What? Why? J-Lo alone, Ben. She could do so much better. I do not mm, like Ben Affleck, Lord knows. The... I've mentioned it on the show many times. I'm not a fan of Ben Affleck. I do not like that man. He cheated on Jennifer Garner with the nanny. Not even an original way to cheat on your wife. Like, Jude Law did it. It's like, it's fine. You're not... So I feel like J-Lo was just upset because she didn't get that Oscar for Hustle, like Hustlers, sorry. Mm. And then Ben Affleck was just available. So she was like, oh, yeah, cool. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Ben of true love, they're back together. Don't get back with your ex. Don't get back with your ex. It's not new advice. I just think she could do so much better. She's literally everything, and he's just Ben. He's just Ben Affleck. He's just... Blech. He's Ben-off. He's... Mm, 
He's been out. Uh, I don't been, like him. Been, he's been off. So he's been anyway. naughty pie girl. Um, and then the final couple I think should break up is um, James McAvoy and whoever he's with because he should be with me. So. <laughs> That's how I feel. I love J-Man. Love that guy. I'm sure his wife is super nice and wonderful because she's married to J-Mac, but I'm just saying, like, right here. You know who needs the breakup? Um, that dude from Kick-Ass and his wife who's like 30 years older than the him the grooming situation yeah. of it all that's yeah. where Ariana Grande needs to be like she she's you know she can break up a marriage girl we need her in there we need her help yeah I forget his name he was in Bullet Train he did Kick Ass and yeah he's like married to a woman that's literally like twice almost triple his age they met on set when he was like, um, 17 and yeah. she was like like 40 or something like that it's very groomy it's definitely very groomy but and he's ridiculously handsome he is a good looking man yeah that is a guy that should be dating someone his own age there were some pictures that came out with him and joey king the girl from like the kissing booth um i don't know what that is it's okay i didn't i I, as i said it she was like you don't know what that is (laughs) Um, (laughs) but people were like do it joey save him like free him so it's like i wonder what it's like to, like when they're at home together and he's like do you know that everyone thinks that we should break up and she's like no we're in love like I just can't imagine what the conversation is no nah, I feel like she like doesn't let him use the internet it's time for bed and he's just like yes ma'am yeah they should break up um, if Chris Pines with anyone they should break up too because again right here <laughs> you know anyone who's been an X-Men hit me up <laughs> <laughs> Moving across the Pacific Ocean to the great nation of Samoa, some would say the Garden of Eden, where all civilization was once born. Uh, But here in New Zealand, we're actually discussing the Miss Samoa New Zealand, uh, which happened over the weekend, Saturday. I watched the live stream on Facebook. Shout out to Radio Samoa. I love that. Um, It was an incredible evening. Uh, first time Miss Samoa New Zealand has ever been in West Auckland. Oh, cool. Uh, Yeah, it was up in Glendine, which is quite sick. It's usually... I'm pretty sure it's usually in... Manuko, I think. It's usually Southside. But um, it was a really special night. We have, obviously, due to COVID and things like that, Miss Samoa has been a little all over the place, and it's nice to see it returning to that consistency that it's had over the last couple of years. Um, wonderful to see um, our former Miss Samoa, Fono Ifafo, as well as, I believe, it is a la- he is a Labour List MP, Lorenzo Caesara, uh, as the host of the evening. There were five contestants. Big shout-out to one of them, my little cousin, Kayla Schwalga. <gasps> Very proud of you. Um, she did absolutely wonderful. But, unfortunately, she was not the winner of the night, the new Miss Samoa New Zealand for 2023 through till 2024 is Cherish for Amanu Manaya. A big Cherish. Congratulations, our new Miss Samoa New Zealand. I look forward to seeing her face on every billboard for Digicel. Um, it is like one of those big things. I think, like, you didn't understand it when I was yeah, talking to you I about didn't, it. I didn't know, like, because when you started telling me, I was like, oh, cool. But, like, it doesn't sound like it's like a normal pageant, right? It's a bit different to it's like, not a pa- what you might yeah, think a pageant Because you were thinking it's a beauty pageant. Yeah. And it's not really. I don't consider it a beauty pageant as such. Like, all of the contestants are obviously beautiful. Um, And the evening is really beautiful. But uh, it's not so much... It's not like, oh, you have to be this skinny. Mm. You have to weigh this much. You have to be this tall. I think one of the only restrictions is that you have to be someone and you have to... 
I think you have to be under a certain age. Yeah, but I think yeah, that's yeah. most of those like Miss yeah. International type of deals. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a big deal because for like Pacific Islanders, you win, you essentially like work for the government almost because you work for the tourism board oh. and you help promote um, Samoan tourism or like Tuvalu, Tonga, Tokilao. They all have their own ones, and you basically are promoting tourism to your country. Um, it's also like a big one for my family because my Two of my aunties were Miss Samoa. One was Miss Samoa. She competed in, was it De Niro or Lenny? I forget which one. But my, I think my auntie De Niro was Miss Samoa and she went to Miss World. And then my auntie Lenita went to, she was Miss Samoa and she went to Miss Universe. Cool. Uh, this is like, I think 1982 and 1987 or something like that. My auntie Lenny like went to the States for it and I think De Niro went to... Yeah, I think it was also the states, like Florida or something like that. So it's like a big thing in my family, mm. like but Miss like the the Miss Samoa contestants. So yeah, um, it's it's really important to PIs. It's different to just your normal beauty pageant. It sounds more it's, like it sounds more like like a cultural yeah. celebration. I mean, the contestants have to show that they can essentially speak and celebrate the culture, and they do cultural performances they answer questions about uh our country and how to support and protect our country whether that be via tourism or climate change was a big one this year Mm. um and yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of tradition and culture it's not like hey you know like yeah let's see you in a swimsuit because obviously i don't know if you know this salmons love jesus and uh that's not something that's (laughs) too well permitted by the church is walking around in a swimsuit so um yeah it's it's one of those things where it's really about celebrating our culture and our country and and all of the contestants did a wonderful job so congratulations to all of them but of course a big congratulations to cherish our miss Samoa new zealand for 2023 you know, there's a lower heart, Miss Lower Heart, and I tried there's to... There's a Miss Lower Heart? Yeah, and they told me... I was too fat to be in it. They literally said, you're too fat. And I was Jesus. like... Jesus. I was like, cool. It's <laughs> like, this is a chili. It's like, it was like, this is the heart. It was like, yeah. Am I traumatized? Yeah. Did yeah, my, but yeah. don't feel... Oh, Miss Lower Heart. You're much better than that. You're, no, you're better I than that, Evie. I would love to be Miss yeah, Lower no, Yeah, I think we... I, I could understand that. Oh, my God. More than anything. But, yeah, no. Nah, sorry, too fat. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck. Ask Drake what he thinks. How about that? Manosui 4, welcome back to the Tahi. I'm joined by my illustrious guest, Eddie. How's it going, Ace? It's going good. Man, uh, it's so cool to have you in because I saw, I actually saw Louis um, Villisoni, the program director for New, talking a lot about you. And I think he actually sent me your music. And I was real interested because when I heard it, I was like, bro, this is so unique. You remind me a lot of, um, do you know Gregory Porter? Nah, jazz, jazz musician, oh, like sort of old school jazz musician, but from like the two thousands. And um, Teddy Swims, yeah, yeah, Swims like cool. those are some of the artists that I hear when I hear your music, bro. And especially for a PI to be doing this type mm. of music, um, how did you get into music? Um, I think like a lot of islanders, uh, you know, obviously like the church and and culture of just singing at church. And so I do, I still sing um, for our band at um, at church. Um, but even just growing up, I went to a school called Dorf, like not far from here. And I went to take singing lessons, um, and I, I thought I was going to be like learning like R and B stuff, or you know, like get my usher on or whatever. Um, but it turned out like they only offered um, like classical singing, so I did like a bit of classical singing and opera. Um, I even studied it for a bit at um, University of Auckland. Um, so I think that, like that's kind of influenced like the music I make um, now like a lot, because um, obviously like you know I still listen to 
the the music we got out Southside, like reggae and um, like you know all the R and B stuff we love. But and then I I also like because one of the, my biggest influences, like I'd say, was um, would be like Harry Styles and like Giveon. Like you know we, we don't really jam it out South, but yeah. um, but I enjoy that kind of music and it was kind of the the music I, I listened to growing up, um, just at school and stuff. But mm. yeah, so it's like a, a mix of a lot of things that's kind of um, you know kind of got where like the music is at today, but. Yeah. I, it's it's interesting seeing you don't often see our people doing like having a classical musical background mm. and I think that's one of those things that to me like regardless of what genre you go into if you take that knowledge just brings you up those tears and this being your first album right your debut album mm. Wanderlust which came out last Friday that being your debut EP it is phenomenal how you've crafted this sound how long do you think it took you to develop that album? Um, for that EP I think it took from the beginning of this year. Um, yeah, so because I'm, I'm with a, a label called 216, um, and they're out at South. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's, I feel like it's more of like a community-based thing. Like um, the dude that runs it, um, his name's Johnny, and he's just kind of created this platform for like, you know, um, artists like myself who never re- never really um, thought it possible to, to kind of be doing this, like, you know. Um, but yeah, so they, they asked me to have an EP ready by April, um, I started working on it in like Jan, um, so I missed the the deadline and yeah, it just ended up coming out in in August. In so. August, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was from the beginning of the year, I think, um, took me to to make those five songs. But just happy it's done. Eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. I, I imagine it would be a relief. Like for five records though, clocking in at seventeen minutes, it's it's really masterfully curated. Like, I think you've done a really good job because I imagine, did you have to do a lot of narrowing down of records? Did you overproduce and just um, have to cull it to five or? To be honest, I, I, like, I know a lot of people have different, um, like, you know, different ways of, you know, of, of making their songs. But I know for me, um, so I've probably made like 12 songs unfinished. And then from those 12 unfinished songs, like I just picked the, like the five that I really wanted to finish. Um, and those were the songs. And like those five songs kind of, um, like the whole idea was it was I was it was pretty much just about my missus there, mm. um, but I don't really like saying it out loud because it sounds cheesy when I say it out loud. Nah, but, nah, um, dude, that's But yeah, good, that's like, the truth though. It, yeah, it was about my yeah, missus yeah. and um, even just calling it Wanderlust. Like, um, so that's like the third song on on the EP, um, and it was the idea of like you know just kind of encouraging her to just go on like you know because uh, Wanderlust you know it's like the it's like it's an urge to to explore. And, um, I was kind of trying to use that concept and with the song like you know telling her to. Um, go explore like love and you know hopefully it ends up finding me kind of thing man that sounds so cheesy coming out of my mouth but but that was the (laughs) idea so nah nah like i appreciate it it's a very it's a it's a beautiful project and i think that you're like channeling your emotions into it is so important especially for this type of music tell me a bit about 216 records because i've been following them for a while but you're the first artist i've actually managed to catch from there true um yeah bro because i because uh (coughs) ace the train um with uh witter from yeah, Witter yeah. Performance and Witter uh, and Johnny are boys, I think, and I've seen a lot of like Brown Pride stuff, and um, mm. that's sort of where I learned about Two One Six Records. But talk to me about the label, because there's there's a there's a like what maybe four or five of you or more than that. Oh man, it was, like I remember last year we had like I think the count got up to like fifteen. Jeez. Um, but yeah, so like Two One Six obviously comes out of Brown Pride, um, and so Johnny's my cousin, um, and he just had this like, like he's done a lot of stuff, man. He's like he's worked you know, doing a lot of stuff with the gym. His main focus at right now is, like, you know, the CrossFit and the games that are coming up, the comps that he's um, entering. Um, so he's kind of, like, you know, he's got gotten a bit busy um, to, you know, to carry on um, leading 2-1-6. So he's kind of stepped down from that role and 
gave it to one of the boys. His name's Bully. Um, so I feel like, and I feel like a lot of them would agree. Like you know the um, the stuff that we're doing like this year, I think we're, it's almost like a like we're restarting kind of. Um, but yeah, like essentially the ins- the essence of it was, you know, he he's kind of done it for the community. Um, he knew that he had like a lot of boys that come through his gym that were actually like you know really talented. Um, so he wanted to create that platform for them just to have something like a place where they're able to come and showcase their their talents and you know lay lay their tracks or whatever. And I think right now, you know, since he stepped down, our our goal now is just to kind of you know pick up what he started and kind of just take it as far as we can. Um, like try our best to fulfill the vision that he's put in place with mm. him and his um core boys. But yeah, it's a it's a cool it's a cool little collective. Um, I'm, and I'm proud to be a part of it. So yeah, uh, shout out to Two One Six Records. I love what you guys are doing because it introduced. Two One Six Records introduced me to you, and um, is it Fihoko? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. She's mean. She's like yeah. super talented. Yeah, so that's that's the that's who the EP was for. Um, my partner. Oh, is that uh, your partner? Yeah. Oh, mean. <laughs> but yeah, she's yeah she's real cool. Um, I think she's 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 got a lot in the vault. Um, I think it's just for her. It's just finding like you know, um, just finding her image. Like you know, just being really nitpicky with how she releases stuff and mm. um, and I, like I'm still on that journey too. Like. Just with like the way I'm, I've been like promoing my EP, like you know, there's we don't really have someone that's like you'll do it this way, do it that way. Like hmm. we're kind of, like I'm still like kind of finding the flow. Like I talk to a lot of um, guys for like that that are doing it. Like um, for example, like Sam V, he he gives a lot of um, um, like he's been he's been doing well. Hmm. Um, so like you know who who better to learn off than someone that's kind of come from from a similar place and um, you know actually making a name for themselves. Hmm. Um, so yeah, people like him, like he they they've been helping a lot. Um, and I think, yeah, Fihoko, like, um, oh, she goes by the artist name of Mal. Um, and she's kind of in the same boat as well, you know, just kind of finding her feet. And, um, yeah, and I, I can only speak on it just because obviously I speak to her every day. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's, yeah, 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 she's, yeah, she yeah. should be releasing soon. That would be exciting to see, man. I'm glad to hear that you guys, like, look to Sam because Sam's one of those artists who I think is, like, really good at, I mean, somebody who has been under a label mm. management in the past. But has done a great job independent. Um, yeah. I think he's like a he's a real role model. But um, man, congratulations on the release of Wanderlust. Thank you. Um, where can people find that? Um, yeah, so currently it's on on well most music streaming platforms. Um, you might have a bit of trouble finding the name just because uh, we had a few people spell it wrong, but that's okay. Um, eventually you'll find it um, <laughs> on the, Spotify, the, Apple Music. And... The way that I found it on Apple Music, because they've spelt your name wrong there, yeah, yeah. Um, was I typed in the name of the album and your name. And I just have to keep trying combinations of the singles uh, and your name. Yeah, it was a bit of a pain, but on Spotify it's easy enough. Yeah, right? yeah Spotify is easy. They got, yep. they got the name right on there, but yeah... Um, I heard, they chucked it on like Amazon Music. I don't even know who uses that, but it's, but it's there. there. You want it's it, bro. Like, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's E D dot E, right? Yeah, for but Spotify. on Apple Music, it's E D E. How confusing is that, bro? Yeah. That's such a mission. But we can people uh, follow you on social media and keep up to date with you and your music and everything. Um, yeah. So I'm. Uh, I use a lot of um on I'm on um TikTok and and Insta. Sorry, I always like um. Hesitate telling my name. My name's already Bill on on Insta. Yeah. Sounds sounds kitty. Nah, um, it's gangster. It's a gangster name. Yeah, I thought uh, it was me. Like I was I like, just yeah. got to own it now. But yeah. <laughs> I, I've had it since high school, so. Oh, you can't. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you got to hold on to that bad yeah, boy. Man. Yeah, I've had yeah, it for yeah. a while, so don't let it go. <laughs> Sentimentally with yeah. the handles. Yeah. Well, um, 
See, thank you so much for joining us today. I Thanks really appreciate me, your time. Congratulations on the release. Again, Wanderlust, the EP, is available now on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple, you might have some issues finding it, but it's there. <laughs> ed.e. Make sure you check it out and follow him on social media, your Eddie Bear, to stay up to date with everything Eddie related. Uh, there was a tweet that came out a few days ago, and I want to just clarify with everyone before we get into this. This could be totally made up. It's not fact-checked whatsoever. We just saw it and thought it was really funny. So according to this tweet, uh, someone found a script uh, left in a hotel in Samoa, uh, and it's a bit of it's a journalism read, a uh, show read, uh, about the Rugby World, not the World Cup. What is it? The Bledis, Bledis? I think it's the Bledisloe. Bledisloe. Uh, so, the, yeah, this was a, a found uh, news script, uh, which Sotomalo is now going to read for us. World News Rugby World Cup coming up soon. I did tell you that former NZPM John Key was so fond of former rugby all-black captain Richie McCaw that every time he got near Richie, Key's nipples went all sensitive. Richie did nothing to encourage this non-binary behavior. Richie is a red-blooded farm boy and never even noticed Key's nipples. So it was very one-sided affair. But honestly, when Richie smiled at Key, Key was so overcome his nipples didn't just go sensitive, he was virtually lactating. If you're leaving us today, we wish you every blessing. Thanks for coming to spend time with us and return soon. <laughs> this is the most I've talked about another man's nipples in my life. What Fan can that. So, yeah, the validity of this story is debatable. But and the script. It's so, like, I because I got, someone sent it to me, and as I started reading it, every, like, word it added on was more and more bizarre. Imagine you're just chilling at home. You're chilling. You're like, oh, let's check out, let's check out what's going on. What's going on with the rugby in Samoa specifically? Mm. And you tune in, and this is the information that you get. This is, this is the peak of journalism. This is peak of journalism. This yeah. is what, this is. This if is, this is true. <laughs> if this is true, um, I don't, I don't know if it was like an inside joke or something mm. that someone maybe like put on someone's script. But like, regardless, what? Mm. What? Mm. Yeah, Richie Let's... is a red-blooded farm boy, and I'm just hoping that after reading this story, we uh, we don't get kicked, huh? Yeah, huh? Because of the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little inside joke for you. Yeah, no, yeah, um, but uh yeah, shout out to Richie McCall. <laughs> it's Tuesday, so that means it's time for new music. We dropped our featured post yesterday, our featured artist this week, Evie. It's Asia. She is a uh Mileha recipient, which is like if you don't know what a Mileha award is, it's a big deal. Mm. It's it's rewarded at the Silver Scrolls. It's like is a big deal. And she got it before her debut album's even out. Jeez. She's she's incredible. So her new song, um, Tereoki Whakarongatai, is like, I've never heard anything like it before. Produced by Mata TK, who is like also like, oh. he's a genius. Genius. He's a genius. We love Wellington. Um, but yeah, if you are into hearing stuff you've never heard before, you like layered music and you like to vibe and all of that, definitely check Asia out. She's 
she's amazing. Mm. She's amazing. I actually had a chat to her about the new single, uh, which you'll hear on Thursday, so look forward to that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that interview will come out on Thursday. Uh, big shout out to, to um, two teams, the YSO boys, Sam V, uh, with his single Positions, and Hales with a single Mirror. Also over to the Zips boys, Ditta, Church and AP, Dead Forest. They came through with the Everyday Struggle Zips remix. It is phenomenal. Um, and also on the international side, oh my goodness, Doja Cat, Burner Boy, Georgia Smith. It's nice to have Georgia Smith running around, isn't it? I aren't we lucky? I would love to run around with Georgia Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Doja Cat, uh, <laughs> Paint Town Red, controversial right now. Doja Cat, controversial right now. Oh. Oh, controversial right now. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Don't know how the kittens feel about that one. Oh my god. Well, um. don't you dare call them. <laughs> don't you dare call them kittens. She doesn't want you to. She doesn't know you. Go get a job. She says. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you um, got to treat fans. But we can't say that she's flopping because we put her on the play. Oh, yeah, and I actually really like that record. So. It's good. I it's like a it. really I good know. record, man. I love Doja Cat, bro. I don't care. Like, yeah, I, don't... I, don't, I mean, I think you know what I find really interesting about it, really funny, is like, yeah, do I agree with being mean to your fans? Probably not. But like, what she was trying to say was kind of legit. She just said it in like the worst possible yeah, way. Yeah, like, which is like, I don't know you. Why are you using my legal name as like a Twitter? It's odd. Like, yeah. you know, it's that person to person thing when you start thinking of her as just a random girl. You're yeah. like, it is weird. But fans can... can be like, I think she was calling out like the like in particular like weirdo fans who are just like a bit obsessive, which I totally agree is an I issue. Get. Um, but like, maybe don't like, maybe just... don't alienate all of them. But anyway, look, that's besides the point new music it is all available now on the tahi stream streaming 24 7 on tahi.fm or added to the tahi spotify playlist that's the tahi list check it out now like and sub you subscribe to playlists on spotify or do you follow them i think you follow them do that do that do, do that what, do whatever your heart desires we'll see you there <laughs> all right <laughs> Well, there's that thing of when other people yawn and you don't yawn, it's like a sign you're a sociopath. Oh, really? I thought like you yawn because you saw it. It's like contagious. Like yawning's contagious. It's like an empathy thing. Oh, really? You yeah, yawn... so if you were a sociopath and you just like do not have empathy in your brain, you don't yawn when other people yawn. Really? Yeah, I saw it's... it used to be you. <laughs> Love that song. That is, um, that is like the early 2000s equivalent of how you saw it on TikTok. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen over like 800 episodes of SVU of a real SVU connoisseur. Kind of, kind of you know what's crazy? 800 is only half of the catalogue. Oh, there's so many more there's episodes. thousands. It does take... It, the the vibe changes but over season 12. Um, mm. I prefer up to season 12 where Stabler's still there. There's mm. some really great stuff after Stabler leaves but we get too much into the characters' personal lives and I don't care. I just want them to catch these child predators. I am... Um... I enjoyed cop shows when they were just dramas, and now they're like real hardcore, like almost like police recruitment videos. Being in the CIA is really cool. Yeah, you like get to wear or, cool glasses. Or like they're all bad guys. They're like trying to do that, like Ted Lasso. Like there's a lesson in every episode. Brooklyn Nine Nine kind of tried that. Eh? Yeah, and it just doesn't land for me. Like I'm here because I just want something dumb to laugh at or something like drama to watch. Like I'm not here for a lesson. A if I time, want yeah. one of those, I go Ted Lasso or The Bear. Like those are shows that I think do that like motivational like hey you know you can do this like really well Ted Lasso touches on the cringy corniness a little bit but it's Ted Lasso and you can like you love him yeah so, it's, like, it's supposed to be like yeah you know so yeah I miss cop shows being like just like can I say it can I say it yeah The Wire oh <laughs>
Oh my god, have you seen Barbie? You seen Barbie? No, actually, I went to Oppenheimer instead. Oh my god. Uh, for those who have seen Barbie, don't play your guitar at me by talking about the wire. Don't play your guitar. Oh, so at wait, me. is the bar is Barbie like the new is like Barbie the new wire? No. Oh, okay. There's literally a bit in it. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a bit in it where she's like, wow, yeah, The Godfather, please start it again and talk through the whole movie. Um, yeah, it's that's how favorite, I feel about The Wire. It's like one um, of my favorite pastimes is talking through Godfather 1 mm, and then Godfather 2. Mm, and then we don't talk about Godfather 3, though. Mm, I mean, I liked The Godfather. I'm just not a man, so I shut up about it after I saw it. <laughs> I Same with The Wire. I thought it was all good. Um, but yeah, haven't talked about it. Since, since we watched it. Since we watched it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at on that. If you're a man and you want to talk to me, I don't want to talk about The Wire. I don't want to talk about The Godfather. And I don't want to talk about Radiohead. Sorry. Never heard of that band. Sorry, guys. Don't know who that is. I saw Oppenheimer. Um, and I went to a 7.30 screening. And I got out at, like, 11.30. Yeah, it's a long-ass movie. Eh? Oh, my God. Way too long. Like, what are you, Return of the King? Like, come on. But if you split that movie into two parts, I wouldn't go see the second part. I was exhausted after the first, like... Because it's like... I'm not going to spoil anything. It's kind of split in two. Like, two parts. Right. Pre-bomb, post-bomb? Yeah. And uh, pre-bomb is very stressful. And then post-bomb is just as stressful. And it's a very stressful... I came out of that... I just came out of it, like, exhausted. And I was just sitting on my ass for three hours. But I was so tired by the end of it. I'd been through so much. Especially because you know what happens. Yeah. You know? Like, we know what ended up happening with the bomb, and it wasn't good. And now we've got heaps of them to worry about. I want to think about that all day. Yeah, it got a little stressful near the end when they were, like, talking about this. <laughs> Had a bit of an existential crisis watching that film and then researching it afterwards, because that's what I love doing. Go I've been to Hiroshima, about it. You know. Really? Yeah, it's a very, very, very beautiful place. But it is very, 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 very upsetting. Mm. Most beautiful museum, absolutely beautiful. People were lovely, walkable, great, great place. But um, yeah, I've never ever cried like that before or mm. after. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Some places. Oh, Streaming. That's how you know a museum's good, eh? Is if you cry at the end of it. Me at Te Papa, I'm just crying. Oh man, the, um, Anzac, yeah, that one was oh, pretty. Oh yeah, the first time I saw the the life size Anzac thing, it kind of stressed me out a little bit. Oh, I, I cried. Like, oh, I cried because there's the one with the um, there's the nurse. Yeah, she's like crying, trying to save this guy. Mm. I was like, oh, that could have been me, you know. I um, I actually had like a really tough time going through the Anne Frank house. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a tough time. But then I got to the end and I remembered that Justin Bieber signed the signing book and said that Anne Frank would have loved Justin Bieber and it lightened the entire experience. It, it brought it full circle. But I speaking can't. of full circle, we are at the end of the show. That is all the time we have for. Uh, PMAs will be covering it tomorrow night. We'll be back Thursday with some of the coverage. I won't be because I'm leaving. I'm going to Salmore. Um, I'll be back in like a week or so. But I was going to make up where you were. I was going to have heaps of fun. Oh, no, you well, still yeah, can. You if you to listen to the end, you know the deal. All right. Evie can make it plenty of excuses for my absence, but uh, until I see you like two weeks from now, essentially, until um, Fast Week 4 and Evie. Car keys.